Amen. I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you happy to be in the service of the Lord this morning? I expected that Pastor Maleko would be here, but he had to quickly make a way to Zimbabwe. Amen. But all is still in God's order. Amen. There's a song that is sung that was rendered here. It says, Thank you, Jesus. That's a beautiful song. Uh, it really encourages me, especially if I find myself in a very intense battle. Uh, when I hear that song being sung, it just encourages you that one day in heaven, a soul would come and say, because of you, that's why I'm in heaven today. Hallelujah. How many were encouraged by the song? Amen. We really thank God. God bless you, musicians. <clears throat> Let's turn our Bibles to First Timothy 3, verse 16. Timothy, the chapter will be 3. The verse will be 16, 1, 6. Young people after the service, they need to just remain, and Brother what would want to see you. Amen. After greeting, obviously. Amen. First Timothy 3, verse 16. Amen. It reads in this manner. Uh, I'm glad to see our brother. God bless you, sir. This is uh, the king, the side of Nels Spreit. Amen. Amen. Whenever he's around, he comes to fellowship with us. Amen. Uh, uh, kings, my kings must be respected. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But we thank God that he is able to see that while I've got the natural royalty, there is a need for spiritual royalty. Amen. Because no natural royalty will perish, but spiritual royalty shall never perish. So we thank God. Amen. Now, he found it reads in this manner. It says, and without Great, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Without controversy, folks. Beyond debates, beyond contention, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. Did he preach to you? Believed on in the world, received up into glory. Amen. Hebrews 7, from 1 to 3. And you can say amen. amen. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings, 
and blessed him. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days, no end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abideth a priest continuously. He is not the Son of God, but made like unto the Son of God. Are you with me? Uh, That is where we will be looking into. Shall we bow our heads? Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this morning, especially in this cold, for having granted us health, dear God. But if there are people that may be somewhat below the weather in the building, I believe that there is a sufficient healing power in the building, just your minister healing to their bodies. If there are people that are spiritually somewhat disoriented, I believe that the Holy Ghost is here as the best navigation system. Dear God, I know whenever we are in your presence, we can never live and be the same. Be gracious, dear God. Every man and woman in the building would agree we need you more than ever before. Dear God, we are expecting that one day there will be that supernatural flight where there will be a transformation of our bodies and the rapture will take place. Our desire and our aim on our purpose of being here is to prepare for that great day. Rapture is not a fairy tale. It is something that happened to Enoch. It's something that happened to the saints after the resurrection of Christ. And I believe in the end time, we are promised of the same rapture. Elijah ministry, the end thereof, Elijah was taken up into glory by rapture. And I believe that these men and women that are following the spirit of Elijah in the end time, that shall be the end of them, dear God. How blessed are we this morning not just to rally around denominational fairy tales, but to have an unadulterated word of the living God that has been unveiled in our time. May the visitors in our midst be touched in a special manner. May you be gracious, dear God, if there are things that may be spoken that may not be clearer, be the after speaker, dear God. And every father for every believer, May you activate the inside teacher because the inside, the outside teacher without the inside teacher can never be effective. And I say, Satan, we bind every spirit this morning and we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ so that the Holy Spirit can flow freely in the building and people's needs can be met, dear God. Some may be, this service may be their very only hope, dear God. Every time when we come to the service, we don't know which one may be the last one. But Lord, we know that when we get into your presence, we need to come with some sense of agency and a certain degree of seriousness, dear God. 
There are many people that were buried, but a service last before they were taken. They never knew that that was their last service. And that is why my greatest desire, make every man and woman to be vigilant and never to take anything for granted, dear God, because this is a matter of life and death. We commit every person to you and the reading of the way to you. In the most gracious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. amen. While you take your seats. <clears throat> amen. Now, a couple of minutes, we just want to speak on who is this Melchizedek. Amen. <laughs> Who is this Melchizedek? That is our subject this morning. And I just want you to put on your spiritual thinking caps. Amen. And follow and be prayerful for me as well. Amen. How many believe that if the father of faith met Melchizedek, Every son and daughter of faith must meet Melchizedek. Hallelujah. As Abraham met him, my expectation is that his seed must meet Melchizedek. But remember, if we were to uh, uh, ask you to maybe stand at corner Betty and Jellico Street, and say, wait for Brother Madiba here. Uh, Unless you know who you are waiting for, Brother Madiba may come and go past you without knowing that it was actually Brother Madiba. Are you with me? So that means somebody must be able to describe him to you and say, these are his characteristics. Then when you wait, you wait so that you can identify him by his characteristics. Are we together? If somebody speaks to you about Melchizedek, but you don't know the characteristics of Melchizedek, you may have a problem in identifying him. Hallelujah. But we thank God for the prophet in the end time because every mystery has been revealed in our time. How many agree with me on that? Every mystery has been revealed. We are not waiting for any special revelation. Everything that had to be revealed has been revealed. It may not have been revealed to you as an individual, but I really urge you to wait upon the Lord at the right time, and in the right season, God shall reveal it to you. Are we together? Now, when you come, some of the people in denominational cycles do not necessarily believe that there was a man called Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Just killed my speaker here. They don't believe that there was a man called Melchizedek. They think that Melchizedek was just a, a phantom, something that somebody that never existed or some, something symbolic. Uh, but nothing tangible. Are we together? But uh, to us, we know that Melchizedek was a being. Are you with me? Let me just start by reading this quotation from the prophet. 
he says in the message, the ex, uh, in the Seven Church Age book, he says, if people can't see the truth of the Godhead, but fight it, they can't ever see the rest of the truth because the revelation is Jesus Christ in his church and his works in the midst of the church for the seven church ages. Are we together? So that means if you fight and the devil hates the subject of the Godhead because once you see the Godhead, then you see the whole plan of redemption, how it unfolds. Are we together? And there is no way that we can speak about Melchizedek without speaking on the Godhead. Amen. And we know that in our time, Satan would want to confuse people, even in denominational cycles, where he would want to paint a picture that somewhat you are, uh, he's creating many gods. Are we together? Uh, but we know that we only have one God. Are we together? But that one God is not the one like a finger. That God can be in me, can be in you, can be in that one, can be in that one. Because he is omnipresent. Are we together? Uh, and that is why we don't believe that only one person can have God. But we believe that God spiritually multiplies multiply himself in many members' bodies, in many members who are the body of Christ. Are we together? God can be in South Africa, God can be in America, God can be in Indonesia at the same time. Right now as I'm preaching, God is in, in every assembly where they preach the unadulterated word of the living God. Are we together? Same God here, same God there, same God there. Are we together? So, but he's not one like a finger. I hope we are together. Now, <clears throat> Brother Brenham says, or maybe I will come to this one. Let us read in the book of Psalm 110. Psalm 110. Verse 1 to 4. He found it reads in this manner. The Lord said unto my Lord. Hallelujah. Just that phrase created a lot of confusion. Even a lot of people in the message are still having confusion about two lords talking to each other. Amen. But we'll clear that. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. Thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord hath sown and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Are we together? Now, 
let's clear that one first of the Lord said unto my Lord, uh, Jehovah Witnesses, people love it so much. Uh, they think they can build something around it there, our way together. We still believe that God is one. Yes. Hallelujah. And he says, I'm the Lord God, and I change not. Yes. And he says, save no other God. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Yes. So that means there is only one God that must be saved. Yes. Are we together? Yes. Now, <clears throat> let's put it this way. When it says, and I've given an example most of the time, but for the benefit of those that may not be, uh, have been around when we spoke about it. <clears throat> Brother Brenham says, God does not just operate. He operates through offices. Yes. Do we agree? Amen. There is the office of the Father. There is the office of the Son. There is the office of the Holy Ghost. One God operating through three offices. And if you need an example, some of you, you at your workplaces, you are managers. And some of you are teachers. But we know that you being a teacher doesn't necessarily mean that you are, you are a teacher. It is the office that you occupy. Uh, we together. Like me being a pastor, uh, it is an office that I occupy. And that is where a lot of ministries crumble because uh, some, even when they go home, they still want to be a pastor in their houses. Hallelujah. My wife, there are times when she doesn't need a pastor. She needs a husband. Uh, we together. So I must be able to know when to be a pastor, when to be a husband. And when I get home, my mother is not looking for a pastor. She needs a son. So I need to be a son. Uh, we together. I cannot be a husband to my mother. Oh, that sounds awful. Uh, we together. So you, you've got to be able to vary the offices. Are we together? And it does not mean how he was to the Israelites is exactly how he is to you. Are we together? Uh, but this God, he keeps on changing offices. To one, he becomes the father. To the other, he becomes the son. To the other, he becomes the Holy Ghost. But he is the same God. He changes not. Uh, are you not happy this morning to know him in that manner? So when you've got offices, there are times when offices, there is a dialogue between offices. Uh, are you with me? Uh, and I gave an example a lot of time. Maybe Sister Lorraine being the Sunday school teacher, if she has got a, a devil, uh, the, granddaughter, the grandson in the Sunday school, and I as a pastor, I say, just write a letter to all the parents and the guardians of the people in the Sunday school, and I just need to file the copies as a proof that we wrote it to all the parents. She has to write a letter to herself as a grandmother. Isn't it so? Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Or if she was the mother of the son, she has got to write a letter and address herself in the letter. But if you don't know that this, uh, Sister Lorraine, the Sunday school teacher, is the same as uh, Sister Lorraine, the mother, you're going to be confused and say, it's two people. You've got to, you've got to be in touch and know these personalities to understand, or this person to understand the offices are we together. So the reason we are not confused is because when this whole thing unfolded, 
we were there. Are we together? When he was the eternal spirit, you were there. When he immorphed himself and became the weight body, you were there. When he came down and became the flesh, you were there. So you will never be confused by the offices. Does it make sense, folks? Are we together? And, and we, we will come back to this one of the Lord said unto my Lord, so that it becomes clearer at the end of the day. Are we together? Now, Brother Brandon says in this message, Jehovah Jireh, he says, look, there was one king came out to meet him coming back, Melchizedek, Melchizedek, what was he? He had no father, he had no mother, he was never born, and he never, he never died. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. If he was never born, and he never died, that person must be somewhere this morning. Yes. Hallelujah. He, Melchizedek must be somewhere this morning. And we've got to go and locate him and identify him and present, it, present him to you. Hallelujah. Without father, without mother, without beginning of days or ending of days. Hallelujah. Now the prophet says it wasn't the son of God. Melchizedek wasn't the son of God. Because the son of God had father and mother. And the son of God was born and he died. Hallelujah. And rose again. But this man never had a father, no mother. He is God. Hallelujah. Certainly is the only thing that is eternal. Are you with me? Now, he says, and this is where it may baffle quite a lot of people to say, he wasn't the son of God. And Brother Brandon comes, he says, in the message, within Catholic circles, they speak about eternal sonship. But it says in the message, we don't speak about eternal sonship because sonship had a beginning and sonship shall have an end. Are we together? And, and it, we, there is a variation as well within sonship, son of man, son of God, son of David. Are you with me? Now, we want to zoom in because we know that Jesus was the son of God. Hallelujah. But Brother Abraham says Melchizedek wasn't the son of God. But in the very same message he comes, he says the same Melchizedek later became Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we, we want to check those sharp tents as to why wasn't he the son of God, but later Melchizedek became the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And, and when you look at it at face value, it may sound that it's contradictory, but uh, fasten your seatbelt so that we can zoom in on that. Are we together? Now, I want to check the difference between Jesus and Melchizedek. Before even I get into my code, let's be reminded that when Abraham met Melchizedek, Jesus was not born. Are you with me? Hallelujah. When Abraham met Melchizedek, Jesus was not born. Are we together? Now, but the same Melchizedek later became Jesus Christ. 
Um, are we together? But the brother Branham says in the message Hebrews, uh, the book Hebrews, paragraph twenty-seven, he says, "Now Jesus was made likened unto Him." Now the reason that there is a difference between God and Jesus, he has already told you that Melchizedek is God. And it says the reason there is a difference between God and Jesus, Jesus had a beginning. And God had no beginning. Melchizedek had no beginning. Jesus had a beginning. But Jesus was made like likened unto him. A priest abideth forever. Are we together? This is what we want to zoom in here. And he continues in paragraph 118. He says, consider how great this man was. And you've got to, before, even before you get jittery or anxious, you've got to understand that when he says Jesus was not God, you have got to understand that Jesus was the creation that the creator dwelt in. Are you with me, folks? The creator in Jesus could not die. But the creation, Jesus, that contained God can die. Are we together? And the name of the body was Jesus. But we do not worship the body. We worship he that resided in the body. Are you with me, folks? This morning, you are not the deity, but the deity is in you. Are we together? That's why when you see the entire mystery of the Godhead, then you see yourself in the picture. That means if Melchizedek had no beginning of days, you have the beginning of days. But this morning, you know very well that in you, you contain something that has got no beginning of days. You know that as the body ages, there is something within you that does not age. As the body was born, there is something in you that was never born. When we declare your departure that you have died, you would know that there is a boat, something in you that has not died. Are you with me, people? Now he says, now consider how great this man was. He says, he is beyond the Son of God. He's not just the Son of God. He is beyond the Son of God. The Son of God had a father and mother, but this man didn't. The Son of God had a beginning of time and ending of time. This one, he didn't. Who was that? That was the father of the Son. That's what it was. Are we together? Melchizedek was not the Son. Melchizedek was the father of the Son. But follow the son. The son says, I cannot do anything until I see the father doing it. Are we together? The son says, my father and I are one. Hallelujah. The son says, uh, the Philip says, show us the father. The son says, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. Are we together? Already tells you that we need to go and check the relationship between the father and the son. And you will find out later that it is not two gods. But it is the same God in different offices. Are you with me, people? He says in the same message, 306 paragraph, he says, This Melchizedek was not Jesus, for he was God. And what made Jesus and God different? There is a difference. 
with between God and Jesus. There is a difference. And we're going to follow up on that difference. And unless you are able to see the difference between God and Jesus, without necessarily not making Jesus not God. Do you get what I mean? I hope I will be very clear this morning. He says, this Melchizedek was not, this Melchizedek was not Jesus, for he was God. What made Jesus and God different, that Jesus was the tabernacle that God dwelt in. Hallelujah. What made the difference is that Jesus was the tabernacle that Melchizedek dwelt in. Are you with me, people? Now, Melchizedek, Jesus had both father and mother. This man never had father or mother. Jesus had a beginning of life. He had an end of life. This man had no father, no mother, no beginning of days or ending of life. But it was the self-same person. It was Melchizedek. Jesus was one. But Jesus was the earthly body, born and fashioned after sin. God's own body, his own son, born and fashioned after sin to take the sting of death to pay the ransom and to receive sons and daughters unto himself. You get it? That's the reason he had a beginning and he had an ending. And in the message, why Christ speak? Paragraph 157, he says, this is where people who believe there is three or four different gods get it, get it all mixed up. And this morning we don't want to mix it up. He says, God is a spirit. Are you with me? Jesus was the body. Jesus was the flesh. God is the spirit. Jesus was the body that the spirit of God dwelt in. And, the, and that made him Emmanuel. Are you with me, people? So that means, and God tabernacled on earth. He was God. Jesus was God, yet he was the son of God. His flesh was the son of God, but his spirit was the God of the flesh. I don't know whether you get the distinction there. Are you with me, folks? This morning, the body of Jesus Christ is laying at the altar. But the same spirit that was in the body is now in the heart of the believer. Are you with me, people? I hope you are together with me. He says, his flesh was the son of God. God created it. But inside, he was God. Your body is created by God. But inside is God. Uh, Hallelujah. Jesus is saying, it's not me who does these works. It's my Father that dwelleth in me. Uh, and, And he says now, at that day, you will know that I am in the Father, the Father in me, and I in you, and you in me. There you are. 
Are we together? Now, let's put it this way. If we say the body is not God, but God was in the body. I want to say that because there is a quotation that Brother Brenham mentioned when he spoke about, he says, there it was the little Jehovah crying in a manger. Are you with me? Now, we say the body was not God, but God was in the body. And we know that God was the Father in the body. And we know when the Father came into the body, then what do we make of the body before the Father came into the body? Are you with me, folks? Because right there, it's a very delicate ground. Because unless you are able to balance the scripture and get the sequence of events right, you're going to image with two gods. Hallelujah. Now, let's, say, let's, let's clear the issue of the body. God's gifts always find their places, paragraph 93. Brother Bram says, the man, in brackets he says, the body was not deity. If the body was the deity, the deity cannot be born, folks. The deity cannot die. The deity cannot on the, hang on the cross and say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But yet, you cannot embrace the deity without embracing the body. Because the body was the vehicle through which the deity was unveiled to humanity. Are you with me, people? I hope you are with me this morning. Now, the body was not the deity, but the deity was in the body. This body has to perish. The very Christ that's in you is the only thing that can raise you up. That's deity God in you. This morning, you are not the deity, but the deity is in you. This body will perish, but the same deity that was in the body will raise the body from the dead. Are you with me, people? Are we together? Now, he continues, and I... I want to get to, maybe if I run ahead of myself here, come back to this ones. I want to follow up the issue of the body not being the deity. Brother Branham says in the message, and maybe that is, it will answer how did Jesus Christ or Melchizedek become Jesus Christ. Brother Brown says in the message, the paradox, paragraph 282, he says that one that he preached in 1964 on the 6th of February, it was a breakfast uh, meeting. Paragraph 282, he says, and this he speaks about when Mary found Jesus debating the scriptures with the priest. Now he says, and this boy, 12 year child, no wisdom at all. Why? But just a 12-year-old boy. The father didn't dwell in him at that time. Do you still believe the prophet? 
Hello, people. Do you still believe my prophet? The father didn't dwell in him at that time. Because he came on the day when he baptized him. And he saw the spirit of God coming down and went in him. That was what John saw. And look, this little 12-year-old boy, being the weight, he was born the anointed one. See, to be the anointed, yea, he was. Know ye not that I must be about my father's business? Now the prophet is coming, he's telling you the sequence of events, and he says he was born, but at 12 years old, the father was not yet in the body, but at River Jordan, the father came into the body, and the body asked the people and said, who do you men say I am? Hallelujah! This question was asked after River Jordan because now there was a higher deity that was now in the body that was now asking, who do men say I am? Are you with me, people? Now, let's check. If the father came into the body at River Jordan, then we need to check when did the father leave the body again. Because as long as the father was in the body, no one would dare kill the body. Hallelujah. The body could not demise as long as the deity was in the body. And now he comes in the message, it is the rising of the sun, paragraph 241. He says the spirit left him in the garden of Gethsemane. Which spirit? The same spirit that descended at River Jordan left him in the garden of Gethsemane. And why? He says he had to die a man. Remember, friends, He didn't have to do that. That was God. God anointed that flesh, which was a human flesh. If he had gone up there as God, he would have never died that kind of death. You can't kill God. He didn't have to do that. Are we together? So that means as soon as the spirit came into the body at River Jordan, they could not kill the body. So at Gethsemane, the spirit had to leave the body. That's why the spirit declared, my father, my father, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He left the body so that the body can come into a state where that body can die. But as long as God was in the body, you could not kill the body. Hallelujah. So we are not worshipping the body. We are worshipping the one that came into the body. And when the body was, when he left the body, we saw him leaving the body. And today, the same one that came into the body at River Jordan, the same one that left the body in Ketzman, this morning, the same one is in the building in every body of every believer. Are you with me, people? But that does not make you the deity. We cannot worship you. But we've got to acknowledge the deity that is in you without worshiping you. And that deity, every son of God and every daughter of God has got that deity. He says we are no longer worshiping Christ in the measure. We are worshiping Christ in you, the hope of glory. He that you worship is the very one that resides in you. Are you with me? Now, are you with me? Now let's keep it this way. Brother Branham says, I hope you are still with me. Amen. 
mind that just disappeared here. Now, amen. 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 Now, if Melchizedek had no beginning of days, no ending of days, and we want to locate him, how best to locate him? We know that every human being has got beginning of days. Yes. And we know that every human being will have the ending of days. Yes, then for us to go and locate this being, we, had to, we must go before the beginning and check who was there before the beginning. Amen. Are you with me, folks? Amen. Well, Satan was not there before the beginning. The devil is a created being. Now, Brahman says in this message, who is this Melchizedek, paragraph 55, he says, now notice, now, notice now his attribute. The attribute was first God. The thought the attribute itself all in one without it being expressed. Are you with me? Yes. Then when he expressed, which is now secondarily, primarily, the attribute was first God, which is the thought, the attribute itself and all, all in one without being expressed. Then when he expressed it, Secondarily, he became the weight. So the weight is the expression of that attribute. Are you with me? The weight is an expression of thought. You think of it, you speak it, it manifests. And then if you want to trace it backward, the manifestation is the spoken weight, and the spoken weight is the thought. And that means if you were not a thought, you cannot become the weight. And if you were not, if you are not the weight, you cannot become the manifestation. Yes. The whole creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. But you cannot be the manifestation unless you are the weight. And you cannot be the weight unless you are a thought. And when you say you are a thought, that means you must have been some billions and billions of years ago. You must have been a thought in the mind of God. What frustrates ministers today, they are just trying to make everybody the way. But the message was not here to make everybody the way. The message was here to trace the thoughts of God Hallelujah. That we now made manifest. And the only way to trace the thoughts of God or the magnet that you can use to attract the thoughts of God is to use the weight. Because why? In the beginning was the weight. The weight was with God and the weight was God. And that same weight became flesh. Now in a flesh realm, you've got to make the weight to hover over the people, but those that are the material of the weight will be attracted to the weight. 
Are you with me, people? If you were not a thought, I don't care how many sermons we can preach until we are blue in the face. You will never become the weight. Are we together? But if you were a thought, sometimes when a thought, he that was a thought, and that became flesh, when they come in contact, it can just be a, a one sentence. It just, it just within them, it just unveil or unfold something within them until they say, goodness, I never thought this is like that. Yeah. And I, while I did a message, the appetite for the bride is the weight. Because the bride were thoughts in the mind of God. And God spoke the way and they materialized. And there's nothing else that can attract the bride except the way. If you get bored by the way, maybe you were not there in the thought of God. Because when you were there in the thought of God and you come in contact with the way, the way takes you back to the place of your origin. Are you with me? He says, notice now his attribute. Then the attribute was first God. The thought, the attribute itself, all in one, without being expressed. Then when he expressed secondarily, he became then the weight. And the weight was made flesh and dwelt among us. St. John, the first chapter and the first verse. Notice this is in the beginning, but in the beginning. But the prophet says, but before the eternal, notice, in the beginning was the weight. When the time began, it was the weight. But before it was the weight, it was an attribute, a thought. Are we together? There's too many beginnings in the Bible. There's Genesis chapter 1 beginning. There's John chapter 1 beginning. Are we together? And as we often say, John chapter 1 beginning brought about the beginning of Genesis chapter 1. But before the beginning of John chapter 1, there was no beginning. It was eternity. Are you with me, folks? And today you've got to appreciate because God sent somebody that was able to see beyond what Moses saw. Somebody that was able to see beyond what Jesus or John saw. Because uh, Moses says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. John says in the beginning, it was the way, the way it was with God and the way it was God. In the end time, Brother Bram says, let us go back at the back part of the mind of God. Are we together? And why? If you go at the back part of the mind of God, it means you are going into the intelligence of man. That means now you are tapping into the thought of man. This message did not trace us in this zone. It had to go back at the back part of the mind of God and found us there. And that is why we were found here. And if, I, if you were never found there, I can't find you this morning. And if you were found there at the back part of the mind of God, no one will change your destiny. And this morning I want to say, tell the David, I was found at the back part of the mind of God. When the prophet searched the thoughts of God, he found me. And that is why I'm in church this morning. And if that is the case, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Are we together, folks? And if you are not going to worship because of church members, oh, I've got bad news for you. I come from a place before there was a church. At the back part of the mind of God, when we were the attribute, I was there. 
are we together? We are not believers here, folks. At the back part of the mind of God, we were there. And nothing will ever change your destiny. Are you here, folks? The devil was not there at the back part of the mind of God. But you were there at the back part of the mind of God. And Paul comes and says, before the foundation of the world, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Before there was the devil, before there was sin, before there were planets, before there was imperfection, before there was your sin, at the back part of the mind of God, through his sovereignty, he chose you and said, that's my son. That's my daughter. No human committee will ever change that. No meeting upon the face of the earth will ever change that. No circumstance upon the face of the earth will ever change that. No demon can ever change that. At the first part of the mind of God, I was chosen to be a believer. And here I am today. Nothing can change that. Do you not know that you're going to have ups and downs? He knew how many times you're going to fall. Did he, he didn't care about it. That. Love constrained him and said, that's your son. That's your daughter. And he chose you. And today, nothing will ever change that. I'm speaking to the people that are heaven bound. The people that come from God and are going back to God. The people that can say, my father and I are one. The people that contend the deity today. Are you here, folks? That's where you come from. This message, it was just to introduce you to yourself. And say, know yourself in a much better way. Hallelujah. Are we together? And Lord, let me tell you something, folks. This message, it took, it was spread within the realm of the mind of God. And every subject that was in the realm of the mind of God, none of them are going to be lost. Are you here, folks? The word of God will never return to him void. It will accomplish what it was sent for. But before it was the weight, it was the thought. That means the thoughts of God will never perish. At the right time and at the right season, they are bound to return to the Almighty God. And this man you can tell the devil, here I am. I'm the evidence that God is not a liar. At the right season, I came back to God. If you are still serving the devil, you don't know who you are. If you still below live below the influence of the devil or of the world, you don't know who you are. Sons and daughters of God, it's about time we realize who we are. Our prophet said, the deity is no longer in heaven, but the deity is in you. Hallelujah. We are no longer looking at heaven. Heaven is looking at you. Because why? You contend the deity. Are you with me? Amen. He says, from the beginning, spirit, the way it came down to be the wind. Check the sequence. The spirit immorphed itself and became the weight. And the weight immorphed itself and became the flesh. Hallelujah. Do you get that sequence? So that means when you are the flesh, you cannot function without the weight and the spirit. Because the weight and the spirit, they speak about your origin. 
Hallelujah. And the prophet in the message, the spoken word is the original seed. He comes and says, the word is the seed. The spirit is the water that waters the seed. Are we together? A child of God says, fine, we've got the word, but I need the spirit to confirm the word. Are we together? Yes, we've got the spirit, but I need the word to confirm the spirit. Are you here, people? We're not just following the spirit. We want to follow the spirit that follows the word. Because that was the sequence, the spirit follow to the way to the flesh. Amen. Amen. Hope you're with me. Amen. Amen. Now it says, notice, but before, before the eternal, hallelujah, Amen. because he quotes in the beginning when Paul and John says in the beginning, but Brother says, but before, which means before the beginning, the eternal. Notice, in the beginning was the word when the time began. It was the word. But before it was the word, it was an attribute, a thought. Then it was expressed. In the beginning was now the expression, which is the word. Now we are getting where Melchizedek is. That's this mysterious person. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Then the word became flesh and dwelt among us. His first being was spirit. God, supernatural. The great eternal. Secondly, or second, he began to form himself towards flesh. In a theophan, which is called the word, a body. This, then, is the state he was in when he met Abraham. Hallelujah. Do you get it? First, he was the spirit. Second, he was, what was it? He was the word. Thirdly, he was flesh. Do you get that sequence? But he says, now let us go and trace him back. He traced him back at the spirit. And he says, now he begins, he began to immorph himself. And that spirit now became the weight body. Then he stops right there. He says, exactly in this form, that's how he met Abraham. As a theophany. Are we together? Then this is the state he was in when he met Abraham. Was called, now was called Melchizedek. He was in the form of theophany. Now we'll get to that to prove in a few minutes. A theophany is something you could not see. It could be right now, right here now, you cannot see it. Your theophanies, as I speak, are in the building. But I cannot see them, but I know that they are there. And in that state, a theophany problem says it can appear and disappear. Are we together? Now, listen, this is before Jesus was born. But in this state, that is how Melchizedek showed or displayed himself before humanity. Are we together? Now, when he returned from the slaughter of the kings, he met Melchizedek. And you've got to love this prophet. He says actually they met at the very same spot where the new Jerusalem is going to erupt. Right. You go and find it in the message, the future hope. 
Brother Rome can geographically locate that spot. He says Abraham was seeking for a city whose builder and maker is God. Then he met the architecture of that city at that same spot where the new Jerusalem was going to erupt. And right there, Abraham was coming from the slaughter of the kings after he had gone after his fallen brother, Lord. Now I'm getting you to understand how do you meet this Melchizedek. You don't meet him when you are chasing your fallen brother. You don't meet him when you are taking your fallen brother. You meet him when you are coming to fight for your fallen brother. Are we together? Why? That's the Holy Spirit that will meet Melchizedek. Hallelujah. And Abraham could have said, Lord, you got yourself into trouble. But the spirit that was in Abraham did not say that. He got the best of the best and they went after a lord. And when they returned from the slaughter of the king, then they met Melchizedek. And they had a communion and the fellowship there. And right there, Melchizedek disappeared because in that state, he was in a theophanic state. That means he can appear and disappear. Then he disappeared. Hallelujah. And one day, while he was there, uh, just in the morning, looking around, then he sees three men coming towards his household. Hallelujah. Now, it was the visitation of the same Melchizedek. Hallelujah. And then when he came there, hallelujah, he came into the household of Abraham, and they sat down there, and they began to talk, and right there, Abraham said, let us slaughter. Let us slaughter an animal and bake cakes for this Melchizedek. Brother Bram said, a theophany cannot eat. So that means it tells you that on the second encounter, Melchizedek had now lowered himself into a flesh realm. Oh, come on. Because if he was a theophany, he was not going to eat. And Abraham, when he met him first time, he didn't cook for him. They just fellowshiped there. But when he met him on the second encounter, now Melchizedek was in a body of flesh. He could sit down there and they could fellowship and he prepared lunch for him. They ate and and Melchizedek enjoyed the food. But yet Jesus was not yet born. Are we together? Uh, Do you follow Melchizedek? Now later, that same Melchizedek, one day, uh, uh, Abraham, or it was, it was Moses. Moses says, God, we have been speaking for a long time, but I have never seen you. And God says, Moses, stay behind the rock. You will see me passing by. Hallelujah. Then that same spirit came back into the theophany form and began to move. And when it moved, Moses saw now the back part of the man. This was now a mysterious character moving through the pages of the Bible. And from that time, Moses was satisfied that now I have seen God. Joshua was now about to go and meet his brother Esau. And he met the angel of the Lord. And they wrestled together. And right there, he says, this place is a place where I saw God face to face. Who was that angel? The same one that Abraham met. The same one that Moses met. Now it was Jacob that wrestled with him. Are you here, people? Are you here, people? Hallelujah. And later, Joshua, 
He's there. He's thinking about how he's going to attack Jericho. While he's there, he sees another man coming. And he looks at him and says, are you with us or against us? And he says, I'm the captain of the Lord's host. And right there, he took off his shoes and began to kneel down to worship him. What was happening? The same one that was in the burning bush had now become a human being. The pillar of fire emoted itself and became a human being with a sword. Who was that man? Same Melchizedek. Then one day, the Hebrew children were told to worship the image of the prophet. And they refused. And now Nebuchadnezzar decided that they need to be thrown into the fire. And the fire was made seven times hotter. And they brought this man. And now they threw them into the fire. When they went to look, there was one like unto the Son of God. He was not the Son of God. Like unto the Son of God. Because Melchizedek was not the Son of God. Was one like unto the Son of God. The Melchizedek was in the fire. Having a fellowship. Then the brother will say, we no more heard about Melchizedek till he became Jesus Christ. Brought forth a body. And through that spirit, he indwelt the body. And after the body was taken to Gethsemane, the spirit left the body. The body died. And God took the body, put it on the altar in heaven today. But who is this Melchizedek? Not who was, because Melchizedek is the same yesterday, today, and who is this Melchizedek? And where is Melchizedek today? Hallelujah. When the disciples were around, they could say, He's in here, here is Melchizedek. Because we no longer heard of him, he became Jesus Christ. But today I want to ask a question: where is Melchizedek? Before I ask, who is this Melchizedek? In our time, a man comes on the podium, a Kentuckian prophet, very short in stature. He's right in the midst of the congregation, and all the people are surrounding him. And he says, as as he turned his back to the tent, and began to discern the secrets of the heart of Sarah. Uh, and this man, he begins to tell. He says, there at the back, there is a woman. She's in a blouse top. You're not from here, Mrs. You're from such and such place. You suffer from such and such disease. And I want to ask, who is this Melchizedek? And this one, he comes, he says, that woman contacted God. And I say, where was this God when this woman contacted him? Why is this man turning on his back as that one turned his back? Now later we are told that Melchizedek changes the veil, but it's the same Melchizedek, he moved from that veil to the veil of Jesus. And today, it was through the veil of the prophet. Who is this Melchizedek? But remember, the body is not the deity. The deity is in the body. William Brenham is not the deity, but the deity was in the body. And today, William Brenham is of the sin, and I'm asking once again, who is this Melchizedek? But who was in 
looking like Hoffman, I will reject him. He says, no, no, for time. But he says, now if he takes the body of my brother Clement, takes the body of my brother Jesus, takes the body of my sister Maria, whoever it may be, when he takes their body, then I will accept him. And I will say, who is this Melchizedek? Jesus, but here is the body, the universal body of Jesus Christ. The pride of Jesus Christ is himself revealed. Oh, people, are you here? Are you here? The same spirit is now in the bride. Then what does it mean? When Jesus moved around, there were times when he was tired in the bowl. But I'm going to say, as a human being, he got weary. But when the storm raged and the woke come and say, Masters, we are in trouble. Brother said, when he stood up and said, Peace be still, he says, Now it was more than a man. Hallelujah. He says, When he went to the tomb of Lazarus and he cried, He was a man. But when he says, Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth, the worms that were in the body had a recognition that this is the voice of the creator. He was more than a man. And today, today, that duality is no longer just with Jesus, but it's with every son and daughter of God. There are times when you are weary. There are times when you are tormented. There are times when you are discouraged. But there are moments when you rise up and say, Peace be still. And you begin to speak life into an environment. What happens? Part of the deity in you is activated. You are a dual being. There are times when you speak as a man. And there are times when you speak as God. But you are not God. To bring a balance. Yet you are not God. Praise the Lord. Because the body cannot be God. But God of the body is in the body. Are we together? And today, I can say, beyond controversy, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Which flesh today? This flesh. 1963 until 1965 or 1906 until 1965, it was the flesh of the messenger. But when the messenger is taken as the flesh of the bride, 2,000 years ago, it was, what was happening? It was the flesh of our Lord. But that same spirit, he put it back into the church so that the church can go forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I was reading the book, The Prophet Visits South Africa. I say, what a privileged country we've been. Amen. That the prophet in our time could visit this nation. Amen. Do you know that the message had more success in this country than any other country in the world? Amen. Oh yes, I can repeat it that. Brother Brenham in 1951, when he came here with the Brenham, uh, Brenham uh, campaign team, he preached in 11 cities. He had 120 
services. He preached to 500,000 people in three months. Yes. Says miracles that happened here were never seen on that scale anywhere in the world. Yes. Are you with me, people? Yes. Then in 1963 or 5, his visa was restricted. And he says, I hope one day I will preach to the African people once more. Mm. And later, Brother Brenham was taken off the scene. He never returned to preach. And he actually says, there will be greater miracles when I come for the second time and when I was there for the first time. And Brother Brenham never returned to South Africa. But God is not a liar. God is not a liar. It was not that the body speaking. The body never returned. Hallelujah. The body is not the deity. But the deity spoke through the body that, Oh, one day I will return back. And there will be greater miracles. And I say it was not William Bram speaking. But it was same Melchizedek that said I will return. And I want to say he has returned. I say he has returned, folks, but this time it's not longer people throwing their walking crutches. No! Right now there is a bride rising. Are we together? There is a predestinated seat rising. Heaven bound people are rising, identified by the message. And which is the greater miracle? The miracle of the body or the miracle of the soul? Amen. Hallelujah. And while that is, you can blame me or not blame me, but this is my revelation. If somewhat it stumbles you, just treat it like a boat, you eat it. But I believe that what broke the apartheid system in this country was the message of the hour. I just said it. Brother Branham said it. And I think that's what broke him. When they restricted him, Brother Branham said, one day there will be an uprising. Was then uprising? It was a prophecy. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And uh, let me tell you, the rainbow nation was there before Tutu Condit. In Devon, South Africa, God insisted that all nationalities must sit side by side and worship the Almighty God. For the first time in the history yes. of this nation, it was the first time when people of different colors came together in 1951 under the ministry of Malachi 4 because this bride will be represented by all nationalities that will come from the east, from the west but this message will bring them forth and today, here you are different colors no one would have ever thought about it but God in his season he will produce the result Amen I hope you are with me. Amen. Now the body is not the deity. There's a funny doctrine that is going around where they say Jesus was now in the river. God was coming as a spirit. And God the Son was here and God the Spirit. There's a doctrine from heaven. Mm-hmm. And they want to manipulate a code that when two omnipotents meet, something is born to you. The body is not God. The God was coming to the tabernacle, Malachi uh, 3, verse 1, being fulfilled. The Lord that you seek shall, shall suddenly come to his tabernacle. And he came to his tabernacle. All together. So as a result, 
as a result. There are no two sons, there are no two lords, there are no two gods, one God in different offices. When you get to the totality of the mystery of the Godhead, then you know where you are placed in the scripture. You know that you as well, God is in you, but you are not God. Amen. Who is this Melchizedek? Brother Brennan says, who in this message, who is this Melchizedek? Paragraph 161, he says that Melchizedek was flesh, represented himself in a human body. Then later, he was made flesh. Now tonight, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you believe that? Yes. Hallelujah. That Melchizedek later became Jesus Christ. And today, Brother Bram says, that body is no longer this body, but it is this body. Yes. Same ministry continuing in different veils. God bless you richly. Yes.
love him this afternoon. Father, we are so grateful this afternoon, Lord, 
to have been a people so much privileged to gather all Lord in this kind of a gathering mm. and to have our ears hear the things that we hear today. We understand now why you looked at your disciples and said, Blessed are your ears, for they hear these things. And one day again you say to them, Blessed are your eyes, for they behold these things. When God is brought down to become flesh, it becomes more of a mystery. Though it is revealed, oh God, and plain, and we can be seen by every other eye, yet it becomes again a mystery to the rest of the world. For when you became flesh, almighty God, it was not when they recommended, Father, on the day when you came down on Mount Sunset, oh Father, Lord God, they saw the cloud, they saw everything. On Mount Sinai, oh God, they saw the pillar of fire, they saw everything. And they said, this great Jehovah, this Father is above the heavens. His great is a consuming fire. They fear to talk to you. But when you could be handled, Father, when they could lay their hands on you, when we read the Bible, when they said, as many as laid their hands on him and touched him by faith and they were healed, yet again, when their hands could testify that through their hands they could get healing, their eyes were closed. They could not see who you were. But this day, great are the ears that you heard, and blessed are the eyes that could see. Almighty God, this great Melchizedek Father, we can say we, when we see our brothers, we see God. Yes. We don't worship our brethren, exactly. but there's something inside of them that we can worship, Father. We understand the great mysteries of God. When the scripture says, great is the mystery of godliness, when we see others worshipping stone and wood, when others raise their own gods and begin to worship them, when others, Almighty God, erect their own structures and say, this shall be my God. But when we come to thee in a service life in this fashion, so simple a service, Lord, we can comprehend and say we know whom we worship. Yes. When you come down and indwell this fleshly body, Oh, Father, these mortal beings, yes. Almighty God, they're people impoverished, people that are so much lowly esteemed in the society, and yet you have chosen us. We understand why you said we are greater than conquerors, Almighty God. Mm. We are even more than conquerors, Lord. Greater is, in, is he that is in us that he is, than he that is in the world. Yes. Father, we now understand. Who is this great Melchizedek? Yes. Father, we are going back home with the Melchizedek in us. Yes. We are, again, the next day when we come to gather, we will be seeing Melchizedek, Lord, yes. coming in to gather again. Yes. This is a gathering of the Melchizedek. Exactly. This is a gathering of the indwelling of God. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mystery we are. Oh, what a people privilege to be such in this our day. Mm. When we see others, Lord, they even reject the Bible. They have rejected the scriptures. And the scriptures are coming together. Bringing up a sculpture, a sculpture Lord. Something that can be pointed to. A work that no man can say, this is my work. Yes. A work that only God can say, this is my work. We understand why you said, no man can come and deceive you. And we understand why you said, the gates of hell cannot prevail. Yes. We are now understanding why you say it. it will deceive the, even the very elect if it were possible. There is a move going on to deceive many. 
And there's many that have reason to deceive many. But we have a miracle in us. It will not come near us. There is something in us that was deposited of God. And it is only that thing that can listen to that very God we worship. Father, may we just have that power. The power that you invested in us. Father, may it reign in us. And may it defeat this flesh. And the course of the day, each and every day that comes in, may it be a glorious day. May it be a V-day to us with this knowledge that we have just accumulated today. That we are the Melchizedek. We are the Messiah. We are the little God, the amateur God. We thank you, Father, this afternoon. Bless your people. Bless our pastor. Bless as many pastors as we have raised. Lord, we preach, Lord, to bring us up to the level where we can comprehend God. We ask for a special blessing upon them. That the poor Lord may be raised. The weak may be raised. And have the same power, Lord, to reign with thee. Father, we are so thankful this afternoon. In Jesus Christ's name, Father, we praise. We go back to our homes. Keep us safe. And keep us in this realm. Just to worship you in this realm. And to deceive, to be defeating the enemy, Lord. And never to be deceived. In Jesus Christ's name, Father, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. When we are praying, there must be no movement. There must be reverence. Are we together? When the preacher says we close our eyes, we close our eyes. We don't wander. During prayer, you remain how you were. Are you with me? Reverence is required in the presence of God. Are we together? God bless you richly. Give us a, a song, Brother's Book. How many are having jubilee? Brother Brown says this message will raise the little messiahs, the little anointed ones, anointed by the same anointing. Brother Brown says when you come to church, I bring my portion of the pillar of fire, and that pillar of fire is the same Melchizedek. Everybody brings their portion of Melchizedek. Amen. God bless you richly. Just give us a song and then the after we'll meet Wednesday, 6 o'clock. God bless you richly. Amen. Pray for us as we pray for you. Amen. We need one another in prayer. How many believe that? We need one another in prayer. Pray for us as we pray for you. Amen. And young people, yeah, I just requested to meet up with Brother Ward immediately after you've greeted each other. Uh, he just needs to have a chat with you. Amen. If you are confused that you are young, he will, he will help you. Amen. Being youth is very subjective. Others, they say it's a matter of the heart. But he will, he will decide. Amen. God bless you, Richard. Amen. Let's just sing two songs and then after you'll be dismissed. <laughs> Oh, my God.
many believe there is power. Huh? 